The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe eagle making, green jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just 15 euro. Search Now TV today. Content streamed by the internet, full terms at nowtv.com. And now for you nice ladies and gentlemen out there who don't understand the Italian language, I'd like to do two choruses in British. Can't you get yourself a nice girl? I get, get a nice one almost every night, ma. Yeah, but get yourself a girl so you could settle down. That's what I, I mean. settle down almost every night, but then in the morning I'm free. Okay, man, are you ready to go? I'm ready to go. Now, come on, now, crank this motherfucker up. Oh, yeah. Fat Tuesday in the house. Not any house. We're in my apartment. Joe's in the house in my what apartment. Up? Joe Quillen. What up, Joe Quillen? You know who else is in here tonight? He's sitting right next to you, Joe. <laughs> Charlie, uh, Charlie, Dr. Catfish Charlie's in the, is, is in the apartment tonight. And also, the lovely Jess. Jess is here, who's Charlie's better half. And she brought gifts. She brought gifts for the dumpster. These are, uh, these are called f- Fast Knocks. Is that what it is? Is that Fast Knocks? It sounds like something like the Coneheads would say, like their language. You know what I mean? Now, these are uh, indigenous to Jess's part of the land during Fat Tuesday. And it's basically like a donut on steroids. It's yeah. just like this. It's got like all this cinnamon sugar going on, and there's like a glazed icing that's happening. And Charlie, you're staring pretty hard. Yeah, I don't think I saw them before. You smell this? I do. You smell the heaven that's coming out of this thing? Yeah, it's. Uh, you know, these would be good inside the dumpster. You warm them up a little bit, nice yeah. and toasty, right? <laughs> yeah. We're gonna pass these things around. Oh, they got powdered sugar on here too. There's like three different types. There is, man. We love, you know, we love variety here on this program. That's what it's all about. We got a lot to get into tonight. I'm your host, Luigi Curto. You know me. We got a lot of things to talk about. Some sports, mostly not. We're going to unveil the new Tuesday 10 theme song. Oh, no. Charlie, you've been, you've been with me for a while. Yeah. So I got a song for you. All right, I put awesome. it together last night on my own personal time, out of the kindness of my heart, mm-hmm. and also the recommendation of people on Twitter saying that Tuesday 10 should have a jingle. Oh, so I, I figured I'd put one together real quick. Yeah, it was easy. It, was, it, it didn't take that long at all, to be honest with you. Yeah. But you'll like it. Again, Dr. Catfish Charlie, he's here tonight. Joe Quillen's hanging out. But I have got, in my hand, get my sounder over here. I have got major breaking news. What I hold here in my hand, everyone, is official letterhead from the Philadelphia Parking Authority. All right? What I have here is history. (laughs) Okay? Because there aren't many of these hanging around, Chuck. All right? Joe, you're not going to find many of these. Okay? I'm moving into this place to my humble abode. Right? Jess, you figure out Netflix? We're going to watch Jeopardy. Okay, that's cool. So, I'm moving in here. Yeah. And this was on... um, February 9th, yeah. okay? Today is uh, March 5th, yeah. year of our Lord, yeah. 2019. 
I'm moving things in and out of my car. It's a Mini Cooper. not that big, right? But still, you can see the damn car. It's a piece of automo- It's a piece of machinery, right? Yeah. And I'm literally parked right in front of my door. I'm moving things in and out. The yeah. car door is open. It's not unattended. As I go into the home, and I'm just in the foyer over there just dropping boxes off, the PPA writes me a ticket because I'm... Wait, he did it eye to eye with you? She did it eye to eye. Oh. All right. She says that, again, I've been here for too long, over the two-hour limit, and it's no longer my zone parking. I'm in zone 26. I used to be in zone 24, which is only three flipping blocks down the street, okay? Yeah. Unbeknownst to me, the zone changed, right? I didn't have a chance to change the zone. I didn't have a chance to do anything. The PPA was closed, right? Yeah. So I explained the situation. Hey, listen, I just moved in here. I'm just moving in. Like, I'm, the car's not unattended. I'm right here. I'm just bringing boxes in. It's going to be 10 o'clock in five minutes. Can you just be cool about it? No, once I start writing a ticket, you're screwed. Yeah, because one thing is with the PPA, especially when it's right before the, the end of the, the time frame there, they're going to they're gonna do whatever they can to get that last-minute money. I, I can't stand them. I, so she hands me the ticket. I respond with, Ah, you motherfucker. <laughs> I immediately get on my, on my, on my laptop, right? And I start going, and I write a very strong-worded essay, yeah. all right, to the Philadelphia Parking Authority. I can understand that. They said, okay, after you write this essay, or after you send this in, do not submit payment. We will contact you inside of a, you know, a few weeks. Mm-hmm. And I waited patiently. This is the first piece of mail I've received at my new residence. Nice. I'm framing this and putting it on my wall. You should rub it in Tony's face. I'm not. This one's actually for Tony. Oh, all right, this is for Tony. him. Oh, all, right. all right, this is for him. I did this in his name. Make a copy. You, you got to do it in my name, too. I don't know if you know this, but I've been hit for at least 3,500 in parking fees. 3,500? While I was at Drexel, man. You oh, had yeah. to choose when you get done work. God damn, dude. But you know what? How much do you think parking for a term was? 1,500 a term? I saved money overall. Oh, in the long run, then you made out like a bandit. I made out like a bandit, but they got me for $3,500. I'm glad. glad. But still. I'm glad my Drexel education was online. Oh my God, man. It shows too. Now, here I'm going to read this letter. They had online back then? Yeah. You got yours. They weren't online. It was like, you know, it was like AOL. You remember. Oh, yeah. Dial up. <laughs> as soon as someone got on the phone at Joe's house, the course crashed. Everything was done. <sighs> Here we go. Let me read this goddamn letter. Mm-hmm. Just drop my show notes. City of Philadelphia Parking Violation Branch. Luigi Curto. Dear sir or madam. <laughs> professional. Yeah. In response to your complaint regarding the ticket number listed below, our investigation has found your complaint to be accurate and valid. Oh, wow. And therefore, this ticket or tickets have been administratively canceled. As a result of this cancellation, if the dollar amount referred below reflects an overpayment, you may be entitled to a refund. We apologize for any inconvenience this matter may have caused, and this was my exact reaction the second I read this letter. Victory! <laughs> you seen me streaking down Broad Street. Yo, it's not even that. This letter, I, I am, I am, all, I am also going to offer it 
Sign copies of this. I will sign it and send it to your house. Yeah. All you have to pay is postage and handling. Yeah. All right? And speaking of only having to pay postage and handling, I am right now am donning the, uh, who the fuck is Luigi Curto t-shirt? Okay? Which I'm going to stand up so people can see. We have a camera. We, Charlie, yeah, right we're there. always live. We're always on camera. I didn't even right? realize that. I'm standing up right now. I'm waiting for the camera to pick up the, you know, we're on like a two-second delay over here. See? There it is right here. It's a high-quality shirt. It's available at cost. But, Jess, yours is over there on the couch next to you. That's for you. Here's a closer look at it. Now, Charlie, yours is on special order. That's fine. I'm waiting on it. Okay? That It'll works. be here. <laughs> as soon as it gets here, I'll give it to you, buddy. Yo, put All it right? on live on the air. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, well, hopefully it gets here before that. All right. All right. But again, I, it's 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 the uh, it's the drop that made me famous. It's on a T-shirt. It's how you show support for the show, and also proceeds go to charity because I'm taking this in. On, I'm, listen, can you wear this to the Flyers game? Fucking right, you can wear this to the Flyers. <laughs> Feel this shirt, dude. This thing is beautiful, man. You can wear this to the. You can wear this anywhere. This is high quality like cotton, cotton yeah. Chico. This, that's how you get in on Tuesday nights. Ah. Right. Well, basically, it would be like, who the heck is this guy the entire time <laughs> if you're going to see the Flyers game? But anyway, 619-924-9874. That's how you jump into the dumpster. 619-924-9874. Now, also, the woman who won the, uh, the, the Mega Millions came forward, right? Yep. Now, how much did she cash out for? Uh, it was over 800 lump sum. God. Holy cow. Right. We're bringing back the, uh, will this be the last week of Funkin' Fantasy <laughs> and, <laughs> episode? And because she's in South Carolina... Her identity remains anonymous. Ooh. Where in Pennsylvania, you have to reveal yourself. Well, too many people in Pennsylvania have been revealing themselves over yeah, the years, all right? <laughs> over the years. Wait, remember the pickle guy that was revealing Who could forget about the pickle guy? The, or how about the Swiss cheese bandit in the oh, Northeast? The Swiss cheese, the Swiss cheese bandit, bandit in the Northeast? I actually met up with the Swiss, key, Swiss cheese guy. Really? Did you really? Yeah. I was, you got to tell this. Yeah, I was, um, I was on lunch. I had one of my famous split shifts at my job. So I decided, you know what? I want to go down to the river, down to the Delaware, take some pictures of the ice because it's so fucking cold there because we have one of those polar vortexes. And I get off, I get off the bus at second, uh, front and uh, chestnut. I go across the bridge. There's a car there with a guy sitting there. And he's just sitting there half naked, f- naked from the waist up from what I can tell. I d- I'm not looking down because I'm a male heterosexual. Yeah. And the windows are all fogged and everything. So I'm like, all right, if you're going to commit suicide, go right ahead. Yeah. But instead, I realized a couple days later when he finally got caught, I was like, oh, shit, that was the Swiss cheese perv. <laughs> <laughs> I, whatever, man. The, the fogged windows kept you away from Right, Charlie, you got to bring this thing yeah. closer to you, buddy. Yeah, exactly. Now listen. So again, what my point about this before we got in a, ejaculated into Swiss cheese Ugh. was the the uh, the scratch off uh, whatever the hell we call this thing before we did it. I'm going to scratch off a scratch off every twenty dollars scratch off every single show. If I win a million dollars, this will be the last show. And right. and because I am the degenerate of the group, I do have the app ready to go. That's right. So we're going to do this right now. I've picked up the new game from the Pennsylvania Lottery. Oh, yeah? What's this Yes, called? it's called Million Dollar Money Mania. Ooh. Five top prizes of a million dollars. Wow. Money ma- reveal a money symbol and win in, in any spot and win the prize shown underneath it. Bonus is played separately, Chuck. Mm-hmm. Reveal a money bag, win prize shown under it immediately. Reveal a 20-time symbol, win 20 times the prize shown. Reveal a mania means you win all. So I'm going to scratch this thing off right now. 
And this benefits older Pennsylvanians. That's right. James Dolan says, Joe, move your head. He's trying to watch Jeopardy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I've scratched the bonuses. We got enough. Here are the magic numbers for tonight. 5, 7, 31, 17, 6, 21, and 3. Here we go. 16. Nothing. 13. No good. 35. 19. 36. That's a loser. Bingo. 10. 38. 14. 12. 4. 9. 28. 22. 39. 30. 11. Or 11 for our Spanish speaking friends. 8. 18. 27. This is not looking good, guys. No. And the final number, 26. <sighs> I hate to do it. I hate to do it, but. The important thing is we'll sure, see you here next week for Funk and Fantasy next Tuesday right away. What's that, What's that, Chuck? I said go run it on the app real quick. No, no, we lost. <laughs> we lost. We, we straight lost. Oh, well. We lost. So that's good. But the good news is we'll be back here next week. Yeah. Tonight's show, here we go. We got Pete. We're going to talk a little bit about Pete Davidson, all right, and this uh, cyber nonsense that's happened with him, right? Yeah. Kathy Carmina says, and the show continues. That's right, Kathy. That's right. <laughs> we got some deaths that happened. A few deaths. Yeah, a couple sad ones. Yeah. Kylie Jenner is rich as fuck. The Lakers ain't going to make the playoffs. Oh, I'm going to cry about that one. I know. And we're going to have a little bit of a plastic surgery debate. There's a little bit of hypocrisy going on in the world today. But first, let me get to Pete Davidson. So Pete Davidson. Butthole eyes. Butthole eyes, as you like to call him. You're part of the problem. (laughs) (laughs) So he's dating Kate Beckinsale, right? Mm -hmm. Pete's 25. She's like 45. Mm -hmm. All right? He was, you know, before he dated Ariana Grande, right? This dude's been getting, like, very attractive women for a long time, and no one knows why, because he looks... He's not very aesthetically pleasing, okay? I'm not even worried about he's, that. He's not funny. He, All right, so he's not funny. He's, not, he's, a, he's, a, he's an odd-looking individual, okay? Somehow odder than me. Which is fucking difficult, Joe, because <laughs> you're one weird-looking dude. But my thing is, is that... My thing is, is that everyone goes online, right? Like, this guy goes on... Like, he's got mental health issues, which is a yeah. very serious thing. It is. All right? Yes, I mean, I is. deal with this. I see a professional every single freaking Monday night. All right, I've been doing so for six months. I've, I've tried to take my life. It's not a joke, okay? It has happened. And this guy's got to go on social media every day and do nothing but read about how he's not good enough to be with any of these women, right? Yeah. What do they see in him, all this other stuff? And, and immediately say, well, he's got to be funny, right? Or maybe it's BDE, right? You know, big dick, right? You know, whatever it is, yeah. right? Or they say um, it's the celebrity part of it, right? Yeah. It can't be because he's attractive, right? Maybe he's just a good dude. Maybe. You know? Yeah. Maybe these females are, you know, just tired of being treated like crap. Maybe he treats them nice. Maybe maybe behind closed doors, off the camera, maybe he's a really nice guy. Yeah. But think about how you would feel if every single day you went on there and you were in the spotlight and they said, you know what, dude, your, your girl's just way too hot for you, man. Like, she doesn't believe, like, she belongs to somebody else. She belongs to somebody else. She belongs to somebody else. You're no good. You're trash. Blah, 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 blah. All this constantly over and over and over again. That's bullying, man. It's bullying. You should to see. To a point. But really? To a point? I'll do this. Ready? Here we go. You know what? 
he's a superstar. He should be above all that. I mean, he's making what? Probably clearing a million dollars a year easily on just Saturday Night Live. That doesn't has nothing to do with it. I'm going to do this right now. I'm just going to I'm just going to go Pete Davidson on Twitter. Right. I'm going to prove my point because that's what we're about here. We're about facts. Where's Pete Davidson? At? Here we go. Here's the latest tweet on Pete Davidson. Uh, I'm too tall for guys my height. That doesn't work. I need a Pete Davidson with a huge dick. No sane person hangs with Pete Davidson, period. Pete Davidson only getting these famous friends because they pity him. That's so sad. I got to read this one. Can I, join, can I hop in here? Hold on. Some people think Kate Beckinsale's relationship with Pete Davidson is gross because she's 45 and he's 25. I just think it's gross because Pete Davidson's gross. <laughs> There's one I got to read. Go for it. Our boy Carrado. <laughs> Pretty sure Pete Davidson must be hung like Barbaro because he's not funny and looks like a meth addict who lives in a 7-Eleven dumpster in Jersey yet pulls epic ass. <laughs> hey, look, man, to each his own, whatever it is. Did you see this tweet today? Yeah, I saw this. And, and, all right, so uh, I don't know if the people at home can see it. Lane Johnson tweets out a thing. This, this, I don't know, whatever, about wishing you know Nick Foles uh, bidding him in a do uh, about his, you know, his... Large member, basically. All right, that's what it is. That was pretty funny. But anyway, I just think it's I think it's BS. Leave Pete Davidson alone, man. Leave him alone. Quit picking on people, Charlie. I don't pick on him. All I'm saying is I think he has a massive amount of stored karma. I'm not talking about his other. Why? What did he do? His father passed away during a certain event that hurt the whole country. His dad was a firefighter, and I I I don't. I mean, maybe I'm wrong for going there, but. It's a terrible thing that happened to him and this country, and maybe that's why it's happening for him. I don't think it's the big John. I, maybe it's just karma, man. I mean, a terrible thing happened to him, and what the hell happened, dude? His dad died during 9-11. His dad was one of the firefighters. So why is that bad karma? He should no, be getting I said, good no, karma. It's good karma. That's what I'm saying. It's good karma. Oh, oh okay. I'm going to say I'm saying, that's yeah. why the problem here, he's Chuck. getting paid... Karma points for what happened. I, I don't know. I was trying to figure out one night. How about he's just a good person? He might be. You know? How about he's got good game? He might. You know? Most people who are attractive, who are people who consider attractive, couldn't talk to anything. Couldn't yeah. talk to anything. So yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, at a, I'm at an establishment. I'm having a burger. Just, I'm just having a burger, right? I'm just enjoying my own, myself. I'm sitting down. Yeah. I'm relaxing. What kind I'm, of burger? I'm think- I had a lamb burger. Ooh. I go lamb. You like lamb? You a fan of lamb? Never had it. You, you you never had lamb? No. Are you are you Catholic? You never had yeah. We're, and we're gonna have some lamb. St. Joe's prep, didn't uh, you? Yeah, I'm not practicing. Oh, Get man. out! Get out! Charlie, you've had lamb. I've had plenty of lamb. Jess, you've had lamb, right? I don't think she has. No, once. Don't go there with me. Don't go there with me. Don't go there with me. You wanna keep it real? You keep it real with me, cause I ain't for no game. It's Yiro, by the way. Not just Yiro. I should know. I grew up with the Greek Legion. That's right, Yiro. Now, shout out to me. Anyway, (laughs) I had a, I had some lamb. Right. Paul Ferris says, "What up, Luigi? Turn the sound up if you can. I can barely hear it. Turn your sound up. My sound's all the way up, homie. Yeah, I can attest to that. What do you mean? It's low? No, I say it's all. It's all. Yeah, it's all the way up. We're jacked up here. Anybody else having sound issues? I'm sorry. Anyway, so I go to I again. I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm having dinner, right? I get the lamb burger, 
I got the uh, they got this thing where you split up. You get two two sides, five bucks, right? Okay. So I did the sweet potato fries. I did a little. I did a little fried pickle, Ooh. right? I like fried pickles every fried once in a while, right? Great man. So I noticed this this person, this again, sitting there by themselves, who wants to eat alone, right? Sitting there by themselves, looked a little sad, like something might not be right. Mm-hmm. I noticed that they had a burger, but no accompaniment, no crunch. Yeah. Who eats a burger by themselves with just a burger? So you can't eat a burger naked. No. You got to have some fries, some tots, something, right? Yeah. Or at least a baked potato. Something to go, burger, baked potato. Yo, Wendy's. Jesus yeah. Christ, brother. You've never had a burger and a baked potato? No, man. Wendy's serves that up. Anyway. <laughs> so I, I, I literally looked up. I said, hey. I said, I noticed the burger's naked. I got way too much over here. Why don't you come sit down over here and share some of my fries? Yeah. Person got up, was like, me? Really? Like, laughing the whole time. And I'm like, I'm dead serious. Sit down. Like, and I shared a basket of fries and my burger. You know, just general chit-chat. Yeah. Completely platonic. Just normal chit-chat. Yeah. And the person says, why did you ask me over here for food? I said, well, who wants to, like, seriously, who wants to eat alone? Yeah. I said, listen, man, you know, you know, have a great day and, you know, take care. Have a good week. Done. That was it. But people don't, people don't know how to talk like that normally. They just don't. No, people are more talking into their phone these days. That's the thing. Like, interpersonal communication is ending because of this. Well, that's what I'm giving up for Lent. Ooh, are you? It's kind of hard. It is. But I am giving up all... A couple things. All right. And I also pick up something, too, for Lent. Because a lot of people let go of something. Uh, so I pick... I, I actually pick up something that's healthy or something that's, that's beneficial. To. Right. So what you're supposed to do, right? So I am giving up all unnecessary social media. Meaning... Nothing that has to do with this show, I'm off it. I'm not checking Facebook. I'm not checking messages. I'm not going on Twitter. I'm not going on Instagram. I'm not, well, I don't even go on Snapchat. I don't even know what the fuck Snapchat is. But I'm not going <laughs> on any of that stuff. All right? I'm off it. So Luigi Curto 22 is taking a break. He's off it. All right. I'm off it just, again, you'll be, you'll be seeing posts for the show, obviously. With, through funk and fantasy. Through funk and fantasy, because that's, you know, my livelihood. But again... Actually, my livelihood's between my legs. This is just my, my dining room table. <laughs> but everything else, I'm off it. It's an interesting... F- it's going to be tough. Yeah. It's going to be... Because how many times do you just pick up the phone and just look at the apps, right? You're going to have to download some other apps. What do you mean? Like F- Flappy Bird or something. Just Flappy Bird? You never played Flappy is Bird? Is that your name on Tinder? No. <laughs> Flappy Bird, man. You never played Flappy Bird? I'm not going to play with the phone. I'm putting it down. I'm training again. I'm training for the run. I got other things to get into. I'm trying to get my chi centered. Axe climber, man. You, you Axe climber. A, yo, you'll get addicted real quick. I'm good. I like the yodel. I like the climber on, on Prices Right. The yodeler. It's kind of like that. Yeah. Is it like that? You can you can actually pick him. But the point of this is to put the phone down, Charles. It's true. I thought about giving up wine right now. I was like, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> right? I'm like, I'm not giving up the sacrament. Who gives up the sacrament? Right. So I want to hear what you people have given up. I got for, uh, Trump is my character. Stop it. I want to give up. <laughs> You're fired. I want, to, I want to hear what people are giving up for Lent. If you do give up anything for Lent, 619-924-9874, 619-924-9874. And if you give up something for Lent and you want to pick up something, you can pick up a Tuesday here or whatever we're doing. You can come in. You can sit on Curdo's couch. You can hang out. Just BS, chill. This is Curdo's couch? That's my couch, man. Oh, oh wait. I'm thinking, never mind. What? What? I just confused you and, and Joe for a second. 
It's not Corrado's couch. No, I know. That's where I was like, <laughs> Jesus, man. That's my couch. I paid, I paid for that Corrado's couch. Corrado's room is over there. Yeah, it's right. It's, it's in the back, actually. No, that's the bathroom over there, Joe. Come on. You don't know your way around here by now? Well, that is the Corrado room. <sighs> you don't spend a lot of time in the bathroom. Meanwhile. Where do you think he's now? Joe? Joe's in, uh, Joe's in Jersey. In the bathroom. So we had, um, <laughs> so Luke Perry passed away. Yes. Very sad. 90210, 52 years old, dies from a stroke, uh, surrounded by friends and family when he passed away. He was on that new show that, uh. Was I don't really watch Riverdale. TV too much. Yeah, you watch that crap? No. Oh, okay, good. Then why do you know? Because I heard about his passing on the news. I'm just making sure. So, Doug McGregor says, I gave up shoveling Podcast. snow for Lent. That's a good job out of you, buddy. Considering the fact that winter won't let go Yo, we're on the East Coast, one. we're getting another freaking storm. Charlie, make sure you're talking to me. People are saying they can't hear you. Oh, sorry. No, don't apologize. Yeah, we're getting another one. Well, I don't want it. I'm done with the snow. I haven't made enough money from the snow. It keeps melting too quick. Yeah, because you do you do make money off of, off of shoveling yeah. and, and stuff like that. I've only made one hundred forty dollars right. this year. There's a difference between Charlie. He shovels, I plow. That's the difference. Oh. Now, <laughs> so Perry dies at fifty two from a stroke. But we also lost Keith Flint, who a lot of people wouldn't know. All right, that's the uh, the former lead singer of Prodigy. I have no idea. He yeah, passed away at forty nine. Come yeah. on, that's ninety and, stuff right there. You got and, nine. And the interesting thing with him was he. Originally tried out as a dancer for Prodigy and ended up being the lead singer. The more you know, wow. the more you what know. What song do they sing? Firestarter, I think. Yeah, Firestarter. You don't know that Prodigy song? No. I'll get it for you right now. I'll pull it up for you. I'll pull up a little. Prodigy. See, I was born in 1987, so most of the you 90s should still be able to hear this, man. Childhood. I'll play it for the you. only song. You'll know I- it as soon as I as soon as I play. You'll hear. You'll know it. The only songs I remember from the 90s are Tub Thumping. Tub thumping. <laughs> Anything by the Spice Girls, Aerosmith, and... Uh, tub thumping. You don't remember tub thumping? <laughs> Is that some kind of form of masturbation? I'm not sure. No. You've never heard tub thumping? No. What the... F- Chumbawamba. Oh, Chumbawamba. You remember this? Yeah, I do remember this song. I'll let this ride out for a second. It's a pretty nice song. What up? Remember getting down this is club, dude? See, I never got this. This is some crazy stuff right here, man. This is a this is classic nineties right here, bro. But it scares the shit out of me, so I'm done with it right now. Yeah. But anyway, that's got 105 million views. Wow. wow. 105 million views on freaking YouTube. It's paying them good money. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of them happened today. Well, he's passed away at 49. Wow. And then we lost wrestling legend King Kong Bundy. I saw that. At I... 61. Now, people, don't from, people fail to realize that King Kong Bundy was probably top one of the top heels in the history of wrestling. He was like the original, like, just bad guy. So he was mid-80s, like... Early '90s, because I see, I don't remember him, but I know of him. That's right. I mean, the names. You don't remember King Kong Bundy? No, I'm too young, man. I remember. Charlie, you're not that young. I know. I'm 31, but I mean, if he was a wrestler in the '80s, I really don't remember him. Okay. I, I got people. People over here are like are like sending the um, the angry symbol. I don't know what's going on and why. 
what they're angry about. I don't know. When Kanthi Carmino keeps singing the, 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 you know, listen, if this show upsets you that much, you just, you know, you don't have to listen. Oh, no, they just, might be mad at what I said. Oh, that's probably why. It's what it is, Charles. I got to get you off the goddamn program. That's what it is. I said stuff about Pete Davidson they weren't happy about. Because you're a bully, dude. <laughs> you're what's the problem? I, I think it was also the potato. The potato? Yeah, the potato. Who eats a baked potato with a burger? That's what it comes with at Wendy's. No, it doesn't. It comes with it if you ask for it. Yes. that's what... Who gets a baked potato next to a burger? Obviously, somebody yeah. does. Yeah, like, like what James Dolan said. What the fuck? No baked potato. <laughs> <laughs> it's just too much, man. A baked potato could be a meal by itself. Anyway. So that happens. These people died. And then Kylie Jenner. Just became the youngest ever self-made billionaire at 21. Surpassing Mark Zuckerberg, who created Facebook, right? Or, you know, the Facebook, as it was originally stated. Do you want me to be a bully? Well, yeah, you're allowed to be a bully now. Because here's the thing. I just don't understand what the hell Kylie Jenner did to to accrue of She's not self-made. Billion dollars. Yeah, but you know what? No, she's she on her own is worth a billion dollars. Her sister, though. She's got a makeup company, right? What's the name of the makeup company? Kylie Cosmetics. Kylie Cosmetics. Made four four hundred and twenty million dollars in revenue the first how many months? The first eighteen months. Straight cash, homie. And I'm working seventy hours a week. What are you? What are you? What are you? What are you going over there? He's got the Facebook comments. Uh, okay. Baked potato over French fries. Gemma Haffey. Uh, oh, we can't be friends. Right? Who goes baked potato over fries with the burger? People There's certain them. things that go with certain things. This is something that's going to hang all night. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> now listen. A billion dollars for this for this for this chick, right? She's because 21 years old. What the hell were you? How much were you worth at 21? Um, There's a question. I want to know what you were worth at 21. 619-924-9874. My MacBook was worth more than my car. Okay. <laughs> so I had a MacBook, an Xbox, and a Chevy Blazer. So you're, oh, worth, so you're worth like 1700 bucks. And a, and a World Series replica jersey and also negative $140,000 in debt from Drexel. Okay, so you were down a little bit. I was down a lot of it. Joe, what were you worth at 21? Zero point zero. Who gots, right? <laughs> Jess, what were you worth at 21? Jess says not a lot. Yeah, I was in debt up to my eyeballs at 21. College? No. Oh. Football. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of which, speaking of football, by the way. What was the, the bet that what was the bet that sunk it all? The bet that sunk it all? Yeah. I don't want to relive that stuff, man. Listen, I'm already in therapy, dude. I got, <laughs> I got enough. My thing about football is, too, this is funny, too, because, again, now, I'm only going to read this because it's kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of relevant, right? Yeah. I mean, Landon, the, the Giants, they won't franchise tag Landon Collins. He's one of the better safeties in the league, and he's going to oh. become a free agent come March 13th. Here's the thing, though, right? The, the, the NFL is consistently and constantly just putting out all this freaking stuff. Can we just let it be baseball season? Just for five minutes, and the NFL just stopped going, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. We know you're there. We know you're there. It's 24-7 down our throat. And what happened just now? The combine. My favorite thing to hate. Because every single GM and scout and their mother is sitting on their couch going, 
hey, listen, man, the guy we got to get is such and such out of Norfolk State. <laughs> and get him in the fifth round. I'm telling you right now, I watched every single route he ran. I memorized them all. He's going to be the next Jerry Rice. Or, I'm telling you, or you go out and you get the you get the cor- you get the you get the cornerback, right? Out of Eastern Michigan, Western Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> which is a very small college outside of Anchorage, Alaska. All right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because he's got great footwork. Oh wow. Motherfucker, you know nothing about NFL footwork. Do you want to know why I know this? Because the real professionals don't, don't even know what the hell they're looking at most of the time. You are not an NFL scout. No one wants to hear you call up and go, well, I think we should get this guy in the first. I think we should get this one in the third. I think we should get th- I think you should shut the hell up. How about that? Mike How- Mamula. Dude, combine the combine is a kid. physical. Okay, people know. watch it to watch how fast people run the forty. All right, but you don't know what the cone drill comes to. No. You don't know who. The, now again, are there some people out there who who are former players and former analysts and, and things like that who are, have, have been at the, the the higher end level, right? D one, D two, and all these things yeah. like that. Do they know what they're looking at? No. Sure, I'm so no, I'm sure a coach or two is probably sitting at home going, you know what, that kid's got quick feet, or you know his his, his hands are good, or he's coming out of his breaks the way I wanted to, or things like that. But the average person doesn't know. Don't you don't think, know. I don't think they know. I mean, look at the draft. How many See, that's busts the best do part. we have? It's not just that. It's it's the it's like it's the guys like Geno Smith who are everyone's like, oh yeah, Geno's great. Did you see him at the combine? Did you see him at the combine? He's, he's supposed to go. He should go one. He should go two. No, he slides all the way into the freaking second round. He gets lucky, he even gets taken. And now, where the hell You're, is Geno at? New York, yeah, right, man? Backing up Eli, backing up somebody else. Yeah, it was in New York. Working with Robert Giants. Griffin III at uh, Good Burger or something? Exactly. Home of the Good Burger. How can I take your order? Now, that's what I mean is that, like, the NFL just needs to stop and let baseball breathe. Well, you know, this past week, and maybe the week before, for the first time in Philadelphia sports radio history, they've talked more baseball than football. Like, even through, like, well, the, the Phillies run in 2008, 2009 – They'd still talk the combine more than they talk baseball. Of course, because football is king, but also because of the fact that now, rightfully so, they talk baseball more because it'll, because of we landed high-priced, high high-fight free agent Bryce Harper, who no, finally no. came in, who last week, last week I said John Middleton had to put the pen to the paper and say, listen, man, you got 24 hours to sign this thing or it's over. Now, now Bryce came in yep. and he signed 13 years, 300 and freaking $30 million. Team-friendly yep. deal, man. Huge team-friendly deal. Looks like he's going to be a nice guy. Yeah. See, but again, in front of the camera, he said all the right things, and he paid the homage to Doc, right? And it looks mm-hmm. like he came in. He's good, hardworking family, and everyone falls in love with him. But I got the audio of uh, Bryce. Yeah. I got the early audio of when he first got here to Philadelphia, before John Clark got a chance to talk to him, before any of the local news stations got a chance to talk to him. And I got Jack Parkman on his opinion upon arriving here in Philadelphia and becoming part of the Philadelphia Phillies organization. Let's go to the tape. Being new to the club, how do you feel about the way things have gone for you so far? I'm the only winner on the team. The rest of them are losers, either by choice or by birth. See, now... That's the side of Bryce you're not going to hear. But he's going to be here well until I'm 50, okay? It's a great deal. Prices are only going to go up. Wait, you'll be 50 when he's done? I'll be exactly 50 years old. Wow, how old will you be? I think I saw you say you're 39. 59. 
I'm 37, man. I'm I'm 45. Oh shit. I will be 44 when Bryce's deal is up. I'm a man. I'm 40. I'm going to be 50 years old and hopefully the Phillies will win a World Series. Hopefully Oh, they better win a few. Nah, I don't know. Let's worry about one first. I don't know. I know. I, and here's yeah, the thing. Here's that. the thing with this, though. Here's the thing about Bryce. So, again, my thoughts on this are, like you said, hell of a team sal- hell of a team contract, right? Yeah. He's under control. You know you're spending $26 million per for the next nine years after the first year, okay? By the time years five, six, and seven kick in, you're going to get him at a premium. He can't opt out. He can't get a raise. He's making 26 per. You're looking at guys going to be making north of 30, 35, 40. I mean, I can only imagine Mike, Mike Trout in the next two years. Mike might get – I don't even know if, if someone can afford to sign Mike Trout for 10 years. I honestly got truth. I think you might see him get a five-year deal somewhere around 200 to $220 million at 40 to 42 per because I don't think anyone can stretch the fact of saying, I'll give you 10 years, half a billion dollars. Do they pull what the Angels pulled with uh, Pujols? No, I don't think he's going to get a 10-year deal because I don't think a team can afford that. You're talking 10 years, half a billion dollars potentially in two years. But you know what could recoup that? Charlie. Jersey sales, Yeah, man. Charlie, jersey sales for how long? Because I, guess what? In years 7, 8, 9, 10, I don't know if anyone's going to be buying that jersey anymore. I mean, you got to see what the first big hit is. Like, they've sold, I think they said 42,000... Harper jerseys a day since no the listen they, I, it's it's good and they stopped and they had to stop selling the jerseys because they ran out of ours yeah yeah they ran out of ours so it's six days they ran out of ours but this town's never run out of L's I'll tell you that no. much oh. now forty two thousand which is what Citizens Bank Park holds so right. everyone's got a jersey right Time's except for me one hundred and eight dollars because that's what they sell for everyone's got a jersey but me yo they recouped more than he's paid this year. In six days in jersey sales. Well, good for them because that's nuts. And all then I'm, add the ticket prices that they all the. T- I already no. got my tickets in, man. I bought the whole spring 000. pass. I got the spring pass in. I got two tickets. I'm set, brother. I am already locked in, and those tickets will be available immediately to, for purchase, along with the "Who the fuck is Luigi Curto" T-shirt. <laughs> all right, which you can wear down to the park right now. You could be a cut of bunk. Uh, you could be a little different from everyone else. Show some, uh, show, show your your true colors and, and your uh, appreciation for this program by wearing and donning this shirt at Citizens Bank Park on opening day. So uh, I bought my tickets a week early, or a week before he uh, he signed. I got mine. I got mine a week early too. I I got mine for basically twenty seven bucks a piece, which isn't too bad. Thirty seven after you get the uh, you get the uh, ten dollar fee from the Phillies. I got the Spring Pass where you buy you buy sixteen Six. games for sixty bucks. Really? Yeah, sixteen games for sixty bucks, and I got two seats, so I spent one hundred and thirty. It's ten dollars extra on the on the thing, right? Here's the beauty part. So here's what happens. So you're up in the nosebleeds, though. No, 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 no. Your oh. seats are changing, ever changing. What you do is you get texted four hours before the game, right? Oh wow. And what they what they text you with is a barcode for two standing room only tickets. You go into that gets you into the stadium. Once you go into the Citizens Bank Park, they then text your phone with where you're sitting, and it always changes. You could be up in. The bleachers, you could be in the outfield, you could be in the infield, you could be anywhere. Wow. It's pretty freaking cool, man. For I should have went that route. For this inning, you're in the uh, 
No, not this. It doesn't change in the <laughs> inning. It changes. It's it, it just it's every week. It's different. We're I like gonna, that. Yeah, I, I know. We're gonna you. have you working at the uh, Chick Fil A stand. Yeah, for this a weekend, week. uh, Luigi, you're parking cars over there in the. Uh, yeah, he's gonna the, work. He's gonna work to Chick Fil A saying on Sundays. Mm-hmm. And the, come on, Joe. <laughs> no, they're not open. You know, he got me Evan Mathis years ago. Did he told me to meet him at Chick Fil A on a Sunday? I went. Oh, you dumb mm-hmm. bastard! And he got me hook, line, and sinker. Was on Twitter, and I went. And I'm waiting for him. Yeah, we have that. We actually have a uh, audio of Evan right there. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Got him. And I had so many people like laughing at me from. I didn't. I back then. I don't think I had data. I, I don't. I don't remember how that went. But yeah, I went straight there and I look up and I see it's closed after I'd been sitting in the parking lot for two or three minutes, and then I uh, went home. And then Aww. I cursed out Evan Mathis on the internet. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got me. Anyway, Charlie. Yeah, that was you bad. dumb bastard. <laughs> <laughs> so we got that, and we also have the the Lakers. All right. So LeBron is completely just like just he's just losing his shit out there in L.A. Right? As he should be. The L- Lakers are seeing the playoffs disappear rapidly. Okay, they're thirty and thirty four. They're fourteen and a half out of first. They're five and a half back of the Spurs for the eighth seed. Okay. And um, it looks like they have to jump. They got to jump too. They're tenth. They're currently in the tenth spot, and they are. I just said they're 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 five and a half back of the Spurs. Yeah, for eighth. So they're done. Yeah, it's over. They're not going to make the playoffs again. They weren't supposed to make the playoffs this year. It's no. next year because Kawhi's coming next year. Yeah, yeah. Kawhi's going to go there next year. LeBron and Kawhi will get things taken care of. Right now, he's out there playing with you know Kuzma and Caldwell Pope and. Rondo, Lonzo Ball's been hurt. You know what I mean? So I don't know if he really makes that much of a difference. But no. again, they're hurting. They don't got anything. So they're out. Now, Ryan Johnson was supposed to come in here today. Mm-hmm. And he was supposed to bring my jersey. Remember, you threatened his legs. I did threaten his legs, and he responded because he sent me a text message with the jersey in hand. He was <laughs> supposed to be here tonight. And then his dad called him and said he surprised him he got tickets for the Sixers game for him. It was like a belated birthday gift. So he went to the game. He texted me five, five minutes before the game. He goes, I can't go. I got you know, blah, 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 blah. You know that old song and dance. I used to collect money, so I get it, right? Yeah. Now, he's at the game right now. The Sixers, who uh, are in fourth place, mm-hmm. half a game out of third behind Indiana, seven and a half out of, uh, out of first behind Milwaukee, the Bucks, hosting the Orlando Magic tonight. The, uh, the new Markel Fultz franchise. Yeah. But in the building tonight will be one of my favorite Sixers, who never was, but should have been, and that is one Nikolai Vucevic. <laughs> I love Vucevic. They messed up so bad when they traded him to Orlando, and that's all Doug Collins. Yeah. Doug Collins, Doug Collins hurt this franchise Snake more than sales. Larry Brown. Hurt this franchise. People applaud Larry Brown. But at least he got us to the finals. You know what I mean? Fuck Larry Brown. Here's why I'll say fuck Larry Brown. You ready for this? Larry Hughes, Tim Thomas. Could have been Paul Pierce and Dirk Nowitzki. Let that sink in. Larry Hughes. Larry Hughes, who was in a Destiny's Child video. Tim Thomas. Or Paul Pierce, mm-hmm. Hall of Famer, 
Dirk Nowitzki, going to be in the Hall of Fame as soon as he gets done playing this year. Could have had both of those guys. Instead, he drafts Robert Hughes and Tim Thomas. Are you of the thought if he didn't make the Matumbo trade, they would have won the finals that year? They probably would have I've heard. I've no, heard because I don't, no, because Ratliff wasn't enough. No, I've you need a Matumbo. people say that Ratliff would have been better than no, Matumbo. No, absolutely not. No. And the reason why is because you needed the defense and the rebound that Matumbo gave you. Now, again, Matumbo was further along, but he was just more of a defensive presence down there for, you know, for, for the Sixers. And the fact of the matter is, is that you needed someone that can bang with Shaq, and he was the only center in the East who was going to be able to do that. I, I've always heard, and I was young. I was only 13, 14 years old when they were playing in that finals. A little kid. Yeah. Just a little kid. Yeah. And, I mean, I wasn't a big basketball player. Why. player. I, I wrestled, so, like, basketball's foreign to me. But I remember, like, people talking about how if Theo Ratliff was here, we could still play a fast-paced game, and we can't do so with Mutombo slowing down the whole team. Matumbo wasn't slowing anything down. But you need a Matumbo to be able to, to, to control down low, to control the post, to do something down there. Theo Ralph wasn't going to do that for you. Not against, not against Shaq. Nicest guy in the world, though, Matumbo. Oh, Matumbo? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, he's okay. a sweetheart. Now, that being said, so the Sixers are, in, the Sixers are home. They're hosting the Orlando Magic. Mm-hmm. Now, do we have a Markel Fultz update? Is he actually officially on the roster yet? Is he active? No, he's going to be inactive for the rest of the season. They they're going to IR. They're going to. They're going to redshirt this prick the entire year. They're not putting him on the IR, but they said he will not be ready to play this season. Is it is it the mentally disabled list? It is probably. Stop. We don't take that lightly around here. It's probably the fact that he also might have dislocated his shoulder in a motorcycle accident. But which is exactly what happened. That's something I heard a couple uh, last year. Even that's what happened. He was in a dirt bike accident. He was out in Vegas during the summer league Mm -hmm. again. Remember watching Summer League early on? He was fine. He looked yeah. great. Up and out of court, making shots, blah, 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 blah. And then, all of a sudden, everything hurts. Mm-hmm. Why? Because there's damage to your shoulder because you fell off a dirt bike yes. riding dunes. That's why. Yeah. And you're trying to cover it up so you don't lose your contract. Exactly. Which is, I, I get it. You could see it in his shoulder. It's a separated shoulder. Like, the one shoulder's up, and then the other shoulder's down. Like, you can look in pictures right after that happened. I can't... You know what the thing is? I can't find the police report. Because they have an open book policy with all police reports out there in Salt Lake City. You're not going to find it. Can't find it. So, you're not going to find anything in the desert. Trust me. All right, buddy. Was it Salt Lake City or it was Salt. Lake, it was Salt Lake City, Luigi. It wasn't... Uh, I think I want to solve the puzzle. Beautiful turquoise water. Bam. Lock it up. Solve the puzzle, you dumb bastard. No, she's got the express, so she can fill in all the letters. Oh, okay. No, she's going to make it right here. Beautiful. T- yeah. I knew this before. The other letters were even turned. It was beautiful of, turquoise water. And, of course, she's... Uh, nope, she got it. She yeah. got it. All right. We're, but, all right. There we go. But the thing I hate about Wheel of Fortune most, it's it's more scripted than uh, David Stern's NBA. Well, they film like 20 of these in a day. I mean... Pat Sajak works work six months of the year. He goes in there and he films a whole year's worth of stuff and then comes back. Really? Makes ten million bucks, comes back here. But I, yeah, I'm telling you, that's he's what he from does. Philly? Yeah, he's from Philly. But the way the way Wheel of Fortune is, I could I mean you can sit there and you know how it's gonna go. Spin by Val, spin by Val, spin by Val. I don't think people are very good at at strat- strategizing in that game either. No. Like, it's just spelling, def- dude. That's all it is. We saw a deaf woman win. 
What? A deaf woman won Wheel of Fortune <laughs> like a week ago. You don't have to be. You don't have to be able to hear. No, but they were signing to her. You but don't you have do. to be able to hear. You got to hear him. No, you don't. He just points to you, and you point to the board, and you say, "Uh, bleh, yeah." Bleh. But how you how you saying the letters when you're? Yeah, you just gotta be careful of a couple she different. Them. She had to sign them. You can do this. You can win Wheel of Fortune by being deaf. Yeah. Blind might be a little difficult. Blind would definitely be difficult. My blind might be a little bit of a hiccup for you, but again, mm-hmm. I'm sure you know if, if the uh, if the one is there, it can happen. So you can play pinball though. I want to talk about this too. <laughs> Plastic surgery. I yeah. got the reference. Nice. I want to hear about this. Has anyone ever had anyone out there listening right now ever had plastic surgery mm. or thought about it? I had one on my ear. Cosmetic. Yeah. You had cosmetic surgery. On my ear. For? Uh, cauliflower. You had yeah. cauliflower because you were a wrestler, right? Yep. Got it at St. Joe's Prep. <laughs> Joe, what about you? You ever you ever thought about getting cosmetic surgery? No. Nothing. No. Jess, what about you? Would you ever think about it later on if you felt like? And I'm, I'm no 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 no. no. Okay, so you thought about later later on in life, like if you needed like a boob lift or a, 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 a you know after a pregnancy a tummy tuck or an eye lift or whatever the case with collagen inserts, whatever it is, because maybe you're like feeling like a little insecure, right? Women do this every day, and they're applauded for it: breast augmentation, nose jobs. You know, they're, they're getting varicose veins taken away, right? Mm-hmm. They're doing all this stuff. But a guy, a guy says he wants to do something cosmetic because, you know, to them it's insecure. You know, it, like it makes them Jenner. insecure. Wanted to get- no, 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 it's not cosmetic. That's the whole overhaul, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it started with that. Oh, no, that's, not only, gen- that's not, he's that's, only gotten that's not cosmetic. cosmetic. That's genetic. The whole different no, thing. No, he has never gotten genetic surgeries done. He's just added boobies. My thing is this. is Every time I see someone who is getting, like, everyone who's getting, like, if a guy says they want to they do something, they get, like, the side eye. It's like, oh, what are you doing? The dudes don't do that. Why? If it's important to you, I say do what makes you feel good, right? Yeah. You should, I mean, if you, you know, whatever you feel like makes you want to look good, you know, you know, a little whatever here, a little whatever there. I think you should do it. Right, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think you should be scorned or you should be judged for it. Because why? Because you're not a female? I think I'm getting a touch-up on my ear. You're getting a touch-up on your ear? I have to, I think. I mean, I don't think it's even a... I'm question. going in for surgery. How about that? What Two weeks? I told you, I'm getting my calves done. Oh. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not getting my calves done. But I'm getting surgery done. What are you getting done? I'll talk about it when it happens. All right. All right? I'll wait in here. I'm getting, I'm getting my ass lift. That's what I'm, get that's what I'm doing. I'm getting, I I'm getting an ass lift. What I'm saying is, is that I don't understand why it's perfectly okay and everyone applauds and lifts and, and like, women these days are all about just, like, lifting the other woman up, right? Yeah. Guys will tear you down to no end, but don't understand that some people, you know, they're just sensitive that way, man. Yeah. You know, and who the F are you to tell anyone? how they should feel or what should make them feel good or what should make them feel better about themselves. If you have an inadequacy that you can fulfill somehow, some way, mm-hmm. to make you feel better, 
to wake up in the mirror and be able to look yourself in the, in, in, you know, in, in, in the mirror and go, you know what, I, I feel good today, I look good today. You know, as an athlete, what is it? You know, you look good, you play good, right? Yeah. Does it look make up Ron? He it, felt better when he had hair, so right. he got his hair re- redone. Does it make up who you are as a person? No, absolutely no. not. That's all on the inside. But again, the outside matters too. People always say, you can't judge a book by its cover, right? Sure. But what makes you want to pick up the book? The cover. The fucking yeah. cover, yeah. right? I will say this. I, I didn't even realize this was a problem because I thought, I thought people were over this in our society. Charlie, you have to talk into the microphone, dude. Oh, I thought people were over this in our society. I thought we were well past this. I didn't realize male surgeries were still looked down upon. I mean, did you? I, I didn't, even, didn't even think about it. See, yeah. you didn't think about it because I've been, I, 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 this is the stuff that I look at, man. This yeah. is what I spend my time searching the internet for. That's why I got to get off of social media. Yeah, I think it's poison. It is poison. Oh, totally. I mean, look at the poison I put out there. Speaking of the poison you put out there, the Tuesday 10. Ah, ready. All right. All right. See that little segue right there? They all teach you that in Connecticut School of Broadcasting. Now, <laughs> I made this little jingle up for Charlie. This is the Tuesday 10. Charlie comes in here. He comes up with 10 questions during the course of his day, and he asks them to us. I have no idea what the hell they are. He has no idea what the hell they are. They just come to him as his day goes along. This is the inaugural playing of the Tuesday 10 jingle. Charlie, here we go. I'm ready. Ten! A ten! A fucking ten! One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Five, six, seven, eight. Nine and ten. Nine and ten. Well. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. <laughs> See ya. And here's Charlie with the Tuesday 10. Here we go. Ladies. By the that? way, the start of that, do you know where that's from? Yeah, that's, that, that's Billy Bob right there from Varsity Blues. A tan. A fucking tan. Oh, did you know where that was from, Chuck? I did know where that's from, but he also does it. I didn't even realize he's a voice of a cartoon character. Well, and repeats that in a great cartoon called Gravity Falls. Well, that's your jingle. What do you think, buddy? I love it. You love it? I love it. All right, good. I talked about Billy Bob the other day because there's a situation brewing at a local high school um, in uh, Monco where they're going to run the one running back all the way down the one yard line and then they're going to give the other kid the ball. But Nobody cares, Charlie. No, give us a goddamn 10 questions. All right, ready? We're good. So, Jesus. number one, what's the number one food you must have on Fat Tuesday? Uh, Foshnox. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Let's try it now. Let's do it. I'm going to do it right now. We'll do it live. Do it live. We'll do it on air. I'm going to... Jess, what, which one should I eat? I'm going to go with cinnamon sugar. I'm just going to take a little little bit, little slither here. All right, here we go. I'm going to pass it around. Oh, fuck. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Oh. Mm. That's so good. Cinnamon sugar. Should go on anything. Now, I know it's not polite to eat on air, but I don't really care. Pass it around. Try to cinnamon. Good. Only another one, though, Joe. Get the cinnamon sugar one. Yeah, that's what I'm grabbing. All right, good. Don't destroy all the damn. Uh, you know what? Don't destroy them all. I did not have one of them. That's good. Oh my god. That's good eating, right? Just good? put it on the table, man. I put it on my uh, put it on my chase. <laughs> but yeah, that's my number one now. <laughs> all right. What about you, Joe? I agree. All right, number two. Have you ever been to New Orleans for Mardi Gras? Nope. 
and I don't want to go to New Orleans for Mardi Gras. I've always wanted to go to New Orleans, but not for Mardi Gras. I want to go to New Orleans for the culture and the food. Mm-hmm. Mardi Gras is a shit show, and it's amateur hour. I have no idea. I have no want to go to Mardi Gras. None. I don't care about the beads. I don't care about women showing their breasts. I don't have to pay for that. I don't have to give booth. You know, I don't have to give beads away for that kind of crap. All right. I, I want no. Par- I want no parts of that. Yeah. All right. Number three. We kind of already talked about this. What are you giving up for Lent this year? I just told you. Yeah. I told. I'm giving up. I'm giving up unnecessary social media. I gotta pick something else too, man. I don't know. I gotta think within. I gotta get within. I gotta get within. Uh, I gotta hurry up too because it's tomorrow. So yeah. I gotta like. Uh, I gotta think something very personal to me and uh, something that's been probably. I don't know. See, what is it that I enjoy? I can give up. I'm not giving up wine. It's a sacrament. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. I'm not gonna give up chocolate. I always pick at eleven o'clock the night before. Yeah. I always have since I was a little kid. That, I mean, that's where what I'm probably gonna end up doing. But off the top of my head, I would say giving up sitting on my fat ass all the time. No, it's not. <laughs> well, especially now with where I live in Northeast Philly, yeah. and with the sun, with the clocks going forward this weekend, I had the opportunity to do my long walks. I want to do long walks. What are you, dude? What are you, a paperback freaking novel yourself, just walking around like the Northeast like a, beaches, man? No, doing laps around Northeast. Oh, the beaches in the Northeast are no joke. Trust me, because them, them them girls are ridiculous. Let me tell you, <laughs> I do. Well, I take my walks. I take long. I, I take uh, walks around the Northeast High School campus. Gotcha. All right. What is the most productive thing you have picked up for Lent? Productive thing. Like one year I picked up lifting every day. By the end of Lent. No, I know. Like I usually I pick up something too every um might go back to that one. I'm trying to think of what was productive. Um God, man. I would say reading. And I don't mean like as in like learning how to read. I mean like actually sitting down and reading because like I I've never been one. People say like, did you read the book? Did you read the book? No. Who the hell's got time to read a book? I don't have time to read a book. You see my life. I work a million hours a freaking week. Do I don't have time to read a book? So reading would probably be like actually dedicating a half an hour per day of no no distraction but just reading. And I, I that that was a good thing too. Highly suggest a Nick Foles autobiography. I'm not reading Nick Foles autobiography because I don't care. About his success. I love him. What about you, Joe? I, I, I would say just, just like a daily reflection type thing, just le- easing the mind, that sort of thing. There's a bottle of freaking four-hour tequila right there. It'll ease your entire soul, <laughs> dude. <laughs> All right. Doing it naturally. What's the quickest, uh, the quickest you've ever bailed on your Lent? The quickest I've ever what? Bailed on your Lenten sacrifice. Oh, uh, the reading thing. It was probably the next day. I was like, <laughs> I got something to do, so I'm out. That would probably be it. Um, I gave up. Now, like, the, I gave up. The, I did the soda thing. I did the chocolate thing. Um, they fooled me one year. They brought in sodas for everybody on, like, mm-hmm. the Thursday of, like the, like, the day after Ash Wednesday, and I'm chugging it, and I'm like, oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> Are you getting your ashes? I will be getting my ashes tomorrow. All right. You're going to go in there looking like a coal miner? Like Zoolander, looking, like looking like Zoolander. Come out looking like coal. <laughs> I got the coal black lung pup. <laughs> you getting your ashes, Joe? Nah. You're not getting your ashes? Nah. You heathen. How about you? I don't know, man. 
But they don't let me in church anymore. To answer, to answer your question, mm-hmm. I tried to give up cursing. That lasted about two minutes. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking about good. becoming a Christian. I'm not kidding. Like a Christian Christian? Like a Christian Christian. Like a Christian Christian. I am Catholic. Yeah. Right? I'm Catholic. You like cats. Yeah. And I like to lick. So Catholic. It, it makes difference. Yeah. It, it makes sense. But I'm thinking about becoming a Christian. Because Christians are like cool, right? Like everybody loves T-bone shit, right? Like so I'm thinking like, like whenever a Christian speaks, everyone listens. A Catholic speaks and they're like, all they hear is, you know what I mean? So they don't they don't believe anything they say. I want to be. I think I'm going to turn into Christian. You know what's a really cool Christianity that I always thought religion, and they have signs everywhere. It says the Episcopal Church welcomes you. That's just cool. You know, they welcome. You guys got to bring the microphones closer to you, man. They can't. People can't hear you. Damn it! And I got it's going to take me forever to freaking audio tune this stuff. The Episcopal Church welcomes you. I just always thought that was pretty cool. I went to an Episcopalian high school, so. All right, number six, and this might be null and void for Luigi as well. Who would you want to record your voicemail? Who would I want to record my voicemail? Yeah, like going away. I'm not going to. I got this. And it's not. People are going to. Oh, I want Morgan Freeman to do it, right? Or, um, you know, I want, uh, you know, like some famous, uh, you know, female actress or whatever it is. I want the late, great Sam Kinison. To record my outgoing voicemail. Wait, which, who is he? Sam Kinison going, he's not here right now. Leave a message. Say it! Say it! Like that, that's what I want. That's who I want to record my voicemail. I want, to, I want people to yell that. That's who I would like to have outgoing. Yeah, Sam Kinison would be a good one. I, I always What thought, about you? I always thought the guy from Unsolved Mysteries, and I can't think of his name right oh, now. Yeah. Join us as we try to discover. Yeah, yeah. What, what was his name? Where oh. Charlie is right now. Yeah. Join us on Unsolved. James Earl Jones. Yeah, it's nah. cool. no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. First, you have him start off as uh, Darth Vader, and at the end, that was Robert Stack. Robert, Robert Stack. Stack. He was, by the way, went missing mysteriously. <laughs> Isn't that ironic? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that ironic? And then, and then you go with Field of Dreams at the end. Peace, love, dope. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big fan of. I actually met him once. Have you? Yes. Good guy? Yeah. I figured he would be. All right. What's the biggest win you've ha- ever had against the man? Outside the PPA. That, you got to go outside the PPA. I can't. This is a huge, huge victory for the little man. You don't under... Like, people don't understand the things you have to go through to fight a ticket in this city. Oh, I know. You got to take off work. I'm sure you got to. I mean, you got to bring in proof. You got to bring in pictures. You got to stand before a jury. You got to do all this stuff. I'm this is they a, didn't have you down there. I really it was am. a very strong worded letter. They were not going to let me down there. Trust yeah. me. I'm telling you, this is a huge win for society. I agree. This is huge. I, agree. I don't. I don't know what what else, what else could possibly do this. I mean. Next to probably, probably, next to slavery being abolished, this has got to be the biggest civil rights movement in the history of the world. <laughs> I got it. It's got to be. It's got to be. I, I am shocked that they just wiped it clean without you having to go down there because they really are. You know what they love doing? They love getting you to go down there and then ticketing you again while you're in their damn offices. Those rat bastards. Go How ahead. about you, Joe? Uh, 
the only thing I could think of is I've won a couple of grievances at work for people. Nice. My big one is I studied the uh, the judge that I was going to go stand in front of for a $630 speeding ticket, which I was not going to pay. There was no way in heck. And I went in, and not only did he clear me of the points, he cleared me of all the fines because his son was a wrestler. And guess what I was wearing? My wrestling hoodie. Hmm. Uh, I went dressed in all my wrestling gear, well, and that's what we sat and talked about the entire time. Well, I did have one. So, a couple of, so years ago, I was um, I was running just a little late to work, just a little late, and uh, I was doing like ninety something miles an hour on I ninety five, right? Yeah. And I, the lights come on, right? I get, I'm getting pulled over. I didn't see him, right? Yeah. Pulls me over. And it, as soon as he, like, I turned the, I turned the car off, I got the keys on top of the dash. I'm sitting there, and the cop goes over. He goes, and I'm just sitting there. And I'm just I'm clapping, <laughs> right? And he goes, "What's what are you clapping about?" So I was like, "I didn't even see you, man. Where the hell did you come from? Like that was fantastic." <laughs> and he was like, "I was behind the tractor trailer, and I clocked you then, and I came back." I was like, "Dude, that was that was flipping smooth, right?" <laughs> and he goes, "Do you have any idea how fast you're?" I was like, "I, I my man, I, I got to be going over 90 miles an hour. I'm so late for work." I know. I'm, I'm, I'm caught. I'm stuck. What can I do? Right? Yeah. Now I'm doing 40 plus miles an hour over the speed limit. Yeah. All right. This is bye-bye license time. Yeah. Okay. I go to court. I get a lawyer. I tell my dad what happened. Right? Mm-hmm. My dad's like, don't worry about it. I got a lawyer. I'll take care of it for you. You're just going to go down. You're going to give him 100 bucks. Just be there on time. Yeah. Like 100 bucks. All day long. Right? Yeah. So I go in front of the judge and he says... <clears throat> Son, approach the bench. So I approach the bench. <laughs> My lawyer's there with me. He goes, whatever you do, just don't say anything. Just stand there and listen to him, right? Can't say that to me, right? That's why I always, My mouth's always open. Yeah. He says, son, you were doing whatever it was, 90-something miles an hour. Do you have any idea how dangerous that was? I said, yes, of course I do. And he said, are you going to do it again? I'm like, what the, I mean, if I'm late for work, what am I supposed to He goes, are you going to do that again? I'm like, no, I don't plan on it. He goes, are you going to do that again? <laughs> and I'm like, no, Your Honor. And he's like, okay. Just go outside with the lawyer, go up to the cage, take care of it. 100 bucks, I got off. Wow. Okay? I go to my lawyer, I said, how the hell did you do that? I was supposed to lose my license off of everything I read. He goes, well, we're, we're teeing off in like two hours. It's my brother-in-law. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. That's awesome. He goes, he's like, your dad, he's like, I owed your dad a favor, so he, I took it. I was like, dude, that's awesome. That's perfect. That was a win. All right. Next one. If LeBron stayed in Cleveland, what seed would they be right now? Oh, God. Um, probably the six. He's got a lot more to work with there in Cleveland. Yeah. I don't think they'd be in the playoffs for it now. I think, I think they I would. I think he'll be like hovering around nine or ten, but closer than what the Lakers are to the, to San Antonio. All right, number nine. Should players in any sport be wooing other players to their team open? No, it's corny. No, it's stupid. And it's the whole again, like Harper gets here, he's already trying to uh, to recruit Mike. And again, it's all publicity. Don't you people understand? Don't you people understand? Because all he has to do is come here and mention, well, we're gonna get Mike Trout. To, like, 
And everyone goes crazy. It's all about likability. It's what it's all about. Yeah. And if it, and if it was the NBA, he would have gotten a fifty thousand dollar fine. Probably. Yeah. Probably. But no, dude. It's it. Listen, this is all PR. It's all it is. It's called public relations, guys. Yes, it is. Come in there, kiss the fan base's ass, say all the right things. They'll all fall in love with you. You just signed the richest contract in all of baseball. This is supposedly the hardest town in the world to play for. Just go in and kiss ass. Just kiss ass. That's it, and that's what he did. It's exactly what he did. He goes in and he and he and he says what he says about Roy Halladay and not taking number thirty-four. He goes in about recruiting Bryce Harper. It's all about let's win, let's do this. What are you supposed to say? Like, what do you want the guy to say? Well, I hope we middle around, you know, five hundred ball for the next ten years, and then maybe you know we'll make the playoffs here and there, and you know I'll, I'll do my best. I mean, I'll get there on time. I mean, my money's guaranteed. I don't really give a shit. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah but he did have a little faux pas. He said that uh, he wanted to win a championship in D.C. Oh, he's been in D.C. forever. I, I mean, know, cut him I some know. slack. I know. You know, I mean. I, I totally missed it on the press conference. I, didn't, I totally missed I the totally press missed, conference. I mean, I, I watched, missed the press conference myself. You I mean, want to know why? I mean, I, I have a life to live. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's why. I mean, I watched it, but I totally missed him, him saying D.C. I was in Home Depot. All right. Last <sighs> Next question. One. Last question. Without Jimmy Butler, which for some reason Spike Eskin and his uh, legion of skinny jeans swears they think that we'd be better off without him, where would the Sixers be in the standings if they did not have Jimmy Buckets? Well, considering the fact that Embiid is out now. Um, and Boban. Boban. Don't get me started on Boban. I love no, Boban. No, because you got no centers at all. He right stinks. Now. But you know what I mean. Well, they'll, they'll get play T.J. McConnell there. It's fine. Um, without Jimmy Butler, the Philadelphia 76ers would be no better than a six and would be basically just fodder for the playoffs because yeah. they wouldn't win a series without Jimmy Butler. I, I, people don't understand how great this guy can be and how just how amazing of a two-way player he really is. And come playoff time, when a guy like that sniffs the playoffs, he's gonna he will will you to victory himself. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, Jimmy Butler will be the reason why the Sixers do anything, if anything, yeah. in this year's playoffs. 100 percent agreed. Is that it, Chuck? Is that the Tuesday That's 10? That's the Tuesday 10. That's the Tuesday 10, everybody, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you go to Twitter later on at Dr. Catfish Charlie. And you can answer these questions for yourself. Don't forget to follow myself at Luigi Curto twenty two and uh, Joe. What the hell's your name? A Philly guy? Some shit. Philly guy seventy three. Philly guy seventy three. Hey yo, hey yo, hey yo. Did you find a you found a parking spot here? Right? I found a parking spot less than a block away that way. Two hour parking, by the way. Um, yeah, you probably got a ticket. Has it been two hours yet? Yeah, probably. No, it hasn't. I got another fifteen twenty minutes. Oh, you're good then. All right, well then we might as well wrap this bad boy up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I better not diddle that. Um, because they will write you a ticket. Yeah, they wrote Doug McGregor won a ticket here last year on his frick. I mean, last week on his birthday, I had to pay that damn ticket. Jeez. Well, yeah, man. I mean, what are I gonna do? Get the guy's gonna come to my place. I'm gonna make him pay his own ticket. They better not write me a ticket. I will freak on them. Don't worry. I will fight, and I will win for you, Charles. Oh, thank you. Because that's what I do. I win. I fight the PPA, and I win. All he does is win, win, win. That's all I do is win, 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 win. <sighs> and go to work, which is what I have to do after this program. Oh, nice. I want to thank everyone for joining us tonight here at Funkin' Fantasy in my living room. We'll be back at Moonshine pretty soon. They got a lot of parties going on right now. So once the parties are done, 
We'll be back in there hanging out, having a good time. But in the meantime, you can always stay here and hang out. We're going to have a good time with us each and every single Tuesday Tuesday at 7 p.m. Except for when I have to work. Because then we change the days up. But I'll let you know in advance. You know what I'm talking about, Joe? You follow me, camera guy? Yeah, I follow you. Good, you follow gotcha. me. I want to thank Charlie for making the pilgrimage down here. Jess, for getting them down here. Did you guys, was the food okay? Was it all right? Oh, food was great. All right, good. Joe? Luigi can cook. Yes. Yes, he can. Jan can cook. And so can Luigi. Joe? Appreciate you getting down here. Thank you. Appreciate everyone for watching us here on Facebook Live. Tune in on uh, Block Talk Radio, on Stitcher, Audio Boom, and all the other outlets that we hear uh, for the Tony Bruno Show Live, which uh, may be back in about a week. Tony's just about ready. He's still a little bit on the, on the L.A. hangover, okay. but he's getting all his ducks in order, and we'll be ready to rock and roll soon. And I'll let you know when that happens. Until then, I'm Luigi Curter reminding you it's not a fantasy. If you believe it's real. Good night, everybody. There is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.